universities are struggling, the symbiotic relationship between the JobKeeper payment and poker machines, and where oh where could the beer man be? Good day, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another Batuta Advocate Daily News Bulletin. My name is Errol Parker, and joining me in person in the studio is... Eddie Vedder, apparently, and it's great to be here today. Yes, it is, Clancy, and it's also great to be part of the Spotify Daily Drive as well. It's a tailor-made podcast of all your favourite songs and podcasts automatically put together just for you. What's making news today, Errol? Universities around the country are begging the federal government to treat them like they do private schools after many tertiary learning institutions have revealed they're struggling in this COVID-19 era. In the morning edition, we published a story with the headline, Struggling University Sector Begs Federal Government to Treat Them Like Private Schools. Taxpayers fork out over $3.3 billion to private schools each year and give universities not even a fraction of that. So they just want their fair share of the pie. Yeah, the Vice-Chancellor of South Batuta Polytechnic College, which is one of the most prestigious universities in the whole of the Simpson Desert area, yes, he told The Advocate today that the university might have to slash their courses by up to 30%. Universities like South Batuta Polytech are struggling. They've been denied the great opiate of higher education, which is international students. It's just terrible. Maybe regional universities might have to go back to making a crust teaching dumb skippies how to read like they used to. What do we have up next? A story from our afternoon edition of The Advocate with the headline Government claws back over 80% of JobKeeper package by opening up the VIP rooms for 24 hours. Wow. And somehow I've slipped in a recession today. It's almost like these poker machines are bad for the economy. I know poker machines didn't really cause this recession, Clancy, but I just don't think that they would have helped. If you're a publican and you can't make ends meet without poker machines, then your business model, in my opinion, is pretty fucked. Well, it's good for publicans, especially in New South Wales. And it's good for the government, it seems. And if you ask Treasurer Josh Frydenberg, they're actually good for the economy. He's confident the VIP rooms might get us through the imminent collapse of our economy. Yeah, he told our reporter today in Canberra, and I quote, If these old people and vulnerable young parents keep feeding pineapples through these machines at the rate at which they've been doing over the past 24 hours, we'll be able to bail out all four of the big banks. And the last story of the bulletin. Bag of shit housemate wondering when the beer man is going to come to fill up the fridge. Most of us have been there, you know, being the only person in a share house who even resembles a person having their shit together. Well, one resident of a Batuta Ponds share house has been wondering why there's no beer in the fridge at the moment. Well, it's obviously because the invisible man who comes over in the middle of the night to fill up the Kelvinator with a big bag of cans hasn't been around yet. How weird. How weird indeed. And what makes this even stranger is that apparently the other invisible man who comes around to take the bins out hasn't been around either. You can talk to my missus about that bloke. Ha 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 ha. Now the virus has really turned this ugly planet on its head. What's the quote of the day? The quote of the day comes from the Sultan of South Yarra himself, Josh Frydenberg, who said when asked by a journalist in Canberra today if Australia was heading into a recession, he said, well, the answer to that is yes. And that is on the basis of the advice that I have from the Treasury Department about where the June quarter is expected to be, which is doublespeak for, yes, I've dropped the ball, but it's not my fault. Of course it's not his fault. It is interesting that he led with yes, though. They don't usually get to the yes until about the third sentence. But yes, on that note, it's definitely Bill Shorten's fault. My name's Clancy Overall. Thank you for listening, and remember to be kind to each other. And my name is Errol Parker. Tomorrow is ours. 